Thanks for listening to The Law Schoolers. This is Will, and today we're going to focus on developing relationships with professors. In this episode, we want to talk about why relationships with professors are so important and five steps on how you can develop these relationships with professors. So first, why are relationships with professors so important? Well, having a relationship is important in general, not just with a professor, but with anybody. You want to have relationships because they support mental health. They give you a system of support, uh, and you can develop lifelong friendships. As far as professors go, they're also important because they can expand your network, and professors are highly esteemed, so when it comes to applying for uh, graduate studies, they can give you strong letters of recommendation, and professors tend to have a lot more credibility with admissions boards. There are a ton of other benefits that go along with it, but there are some definite do's and don'ts when it comes to developing a relationship. And obviously the first don't is don't get a relationship just to find some benefit from it. Of course, there are all of these benefits, and these benefits are mutual, but if you strive to get relationships just so that you can receive a letter of recommendation, that relationship is going to fail because it's not going to be genuine. It's going to be super one-sided, and it's not going to work out. That goes for the professor as well. So there are do's and don'ts for both the professors and the students. The do's are making sure that you care about the work. Make sure that you care about the professor's work, their student, their classes, how's everything organized. And this happens a lot as you work as a TA or an RA. For the professors, you want to make sure that the students are doing well in classes. How are they doing with their mental health? What's going on in their lives? And you just care about one another. Those are major do's that you should be focusing on and don't focus on just getting a benefit from the relationship. As both of those things happen, they're going to give a mutual benefit. The professors are going to feel valued by their work. The students are going to feel valued by their work. And the opportunities could arise that you receive letters of recommendations. So now that we focus on why relationships are so important, Let's go over the five steps on what you can do to develop relationships with your professors. Okay, so step one is to go to your TA's office hours. So why would I recommend that you go to your TA's office hours before going to your professor's office hours? Well, the TA works often with professors, and they talk often with professors. I mean, they're already developing a relationship one with another. TAs will tell professors about students that are struggling, and they will tell professors about students that are excelling. And as you go to the TA office hours, you are more likely to excel in the class. So if you go to their office hours, you ask questions about the assignments, you work hard, and you get good grades, the TA will recognize that and the professor will recognize that. And it will look really good for you when you start to approach the professor. So step two would be to go to the professor's office hours. So during my undergrad, a lot of professors would say how bored their office how boring their office hours were because nobody would show up to their office hours. It, just imagine what would happen if you consistently went to your professor's office hours. There is a word of caution though, because you want to make sure that you go to the office hours being prepared with something to talk about. It would be really awkward if you show up and 
And the professor's like, hey, what are you doing here? And you say, well, I don't know. I just wanted to say hi. Uh, if you go to the office hours with a purpose, it removes that awkward element. You have something to talk about, something to focus on that isn't just strictly personal. Uh, I would refrain from going to the office hours focusing on schoolwork, but instead go to the office hours saying, hey, I found this in the reading. I found it interesting. I want to hear your thoughts about it. Things like that may be more helpful than asking for help on assignment. So step three is work as a TA or an RA for the professor. So a TA is a teaching assistant and an RA is a research assistant. If you performed in the classes, performed well in the classes, excuse me, you may want to consider becoming a TA or an RA for the professor. And the reason why is because you've worked hard. The professors can recognize that. Often they may even ask you to be a TA or an RA if you perform well in their class. And having this position gives you additional experience working closely with the professor. If you perform well as a TA or an RA, then that's going to look good in giving you a positive impression. Step four is to work hard. So in my experience, uh, professors tend to value the traits of hard work and organization. And showing consistency in your work ethic with those two traits will set you apart from other TAs uh, that your professors worked with in the past. Also, consistently showing that you care about the professor's work through your hard work, it shows that you value the professor and the work that they do in their field. Step five is to repeat this with three to four professors. And why do I say three to four? Because honestly, three to four RA positions is not a viable option. You would be too busy with schoolwork and work. And oftentimes, uh, universities won't let you work that many hours in a week. That would require you to have three to four positions. But the reason why I say three to four is because Sometimes, unfortunately, relationships don't pan out. If you begin this process with three to four, then you can find which professors you really like and which professors aren't going to work out. Because the more people that you try to connect with, the more likely you are to find uh, several people who can help you out and who you can help out in the long run. So just to summarize the five steps, first, go to your TA's office hours and perform well on your assignments and tests. Second, go to your professor's office hours and go with a purpose. Third, perform well in their classes and become a TA and an RA so that you can start working in a professional environment. Four, work hard. And five, repeat. For me, I did all right during my undergrad. I worked hard. I focused on getting good grades, and I got good grades. But I rushed my undergrad. I went through very fast, and I didn't really have time to develop relationships with professors as I should have or wanted to. So I wish I slowed down to develop these relationships, and the steps that I just outlined is really a list of things that I wish I did that would have helped me uh, more with and developing relationships with academically astute people. And the reason why I'm sharing with this, sharing this with you is so that you can develop 
those relationships sooner and hopefully not make the same mistakes I did. If I could go back to my undergrad, I would slow down and strive to develop stronger relationships with the professors. That's everything from here. Hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.